This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, are you afraid to say black? When to say people of color and when to shut your whole ass up? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. nothing but love for you baby i got nothing but love listeners just know that i had to stop her from going through a five i got nothing but love for wormhole. you baby i got nothing but love have we all had this I wish. I wish. have we all seen the five heartbeats you better have yeah, I think that that's black ass homework if you haven't watched that yes, film, yeah. Um look into that. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Movie. That's yes. a good time. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I feel rested that's even though long, I only had long think. like an hour sleep, but that's I'm good, yo. Yeah. One of those people who actually think about how you're feeling. What right? You They're like, "Listen, I didn't really I don't really yeah. care how you are with small talk." Yeah, like, that's oh. that's how I This is why I don't do small talk. Get out of my face, please. Doing that cuz that's after high. <laughs> hmm. All right. We have a sponsor today. Yes, we do. Yes, sponsor. Sponsor. This week's episode of Tea with Queen and Jay is sponsored by FemAfric.com. FemAfric is a hair extension company offering handmade, lightweight, reusable crochet twists. Yes, hair. All hair within the collection is meticulously crafted by women in Sierra Leone, West Africa. Femme Afric celebrates the art of hair braiding while promoting economic empowerment and solidarity, encouraging consumers throughout the diaspora to invest in women on the continent. So visit femafric.com to shop crochet twists in a variety of colors and lengths. Yes, tell them again. That's just scary. <laughs> That's femafric.com. Get your hair, y'all. Welcome to, to Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Jay. We, we are two, two womanist race nerds, nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. And yes. I got nothing for love but you, baby. <gasps> Did First you? fuck nigga song. I got nothing but love for you, babe. Can you just love me? Like. <laughs> That's funny. It's a fictional song based on all the other fuck nigga songs. Just saying. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag hashtag TVQJ. We love when you use it on all the social medias. We like to retweet it, like that shit, love that shit, and that is where you can find other people who listen to the show. That's right, community. We love that shit. We love it. Also, use the hashtag Pod N, and that is a now listen hashtag, and that is how you can let other people know you are listening to TV Queen and Jay. Mm-hmm. We love that. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Jay, you want to let people know what libations are? Yes, libations is the part of the show where we pour one out for the people, places, and things that are giving us black ass black joy. Mm-hmm. So we pour a little bit out for the homies. We toast it up to the ancestors. These are our libations. And what are you pouring libations to I this week? I was going to pour libations for the grapevine. We were on the most recent episode of um, Black People and Climate Change. Or do black people care about climate change? Yes. And libations to the grapevine for having us back mm-hmm. again. And also libations to all the listeners who was like looking at us and calling us popping and saying we was cute. We love those things. We yes, appreciate we do. stuff like that. We do. Um, yeah, I had a good time. Yeah. So thank all of you for watching it. And if you haven't checked out the grapevine, we we will leave a link to the most recent episode in our show notes. And as always, if you go to our website, if you go into the video section on, on teawithqueenandjay.com, we have all the episodes that we have been on. Yeah. Except for that one. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> we have all the episodes that we have been on, and you can check that. Okay. I, I always have a good time. Miss mm-hmm. Shady Boots over here. Do you have any um, libations? Yeah, I'll mimic that libation. Mm-hmm. I had a good time there. It was an interesting conversation. There's always a black person on the panel that you don't expect to be there. You're like, why are we in the same room together? Well, from what I heard, they don't consider themselves black. Okay, well, that's, I already know too much about them. But um, yeah, but it was an interesting conversation. We know that black people care about climate change, but it was interesting to um, sit around and kind of commiserate on that and yeah. hear black people talk about how they don't believe in science or it's, it's subjective. Yeah, it was it was it was, um, you know, people are interesting. interesting. People are interesting. Yeah. yeah. So check out that episode. Like Jay said, the link is in our show notes. That's right. That's right. Queen. Yeah. Can you tell people how and why they can and should donate to this podcast? Yes, I will. Donate to TV Queen and Jay. Why you donate is to sustain this podcast, progress this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast. podcast. Oh. Podcast. Oh, yeah, I was like, where are you? Yeah, there it is. Sorry. Why is she being so delicate? <laughs> um, you can go to our website, twithqueenandj.com, and if you slide down on our homepage, there is where you will find two options. Two. Our first option is our PayPal option, and that is where you could drop however much you want, however many times you want in a pot. No commitment there. And our second option is our Patreon option, and that is where we are asking for $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less. That is up to you. We some option-giving-ass bitches. You choose what you want to give. We're asking for 2 because it's a cute number, right? Um. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, we asked for 2 because we want this show to be accessible. And um, we want, if you can afford to give more than $2, I want you to give that. If you are white, we want you to give more than $2. We expect more than $2 from you. If you're a man, you better give more than that. Yeah, but the point. If you're a white man, sky's the limit. Put put a million in that account. Yeah, just go ahead and just like, you know. Empty your pockets. Please do. Please do. Yeah, but we, we do $2 because we want it to be as accessible as possible. We want everyone who listens to this podcast to be able to afford to support Tea with Queen and Jay yep. and we feel like two dollars is a something. Cute yeah, it's a cute number and depending on like where you're at, it could feel like like, you know. It, yeah, it like, may feel like not a lot for, yeah. from folks. But so also that's, that's why it's an option. Yeah. Um other ways that you could donate to Tea with Queen and Jay that are not monetarily is by subscribing to this podcast. Subscribe, follow, however that app works. Do that damn thing. That's right. Wherever you're listening to this show, be sure to subscribe to us. That lets other people know, like, to fuck with it. Those numbers matter, and it supports and helps the algorithm. Also, rate, review this podcast. That's another thing that helps the algorithm. That's right. And people be needing cosigners, and that's what rates and reviews yeah. do. Yeah. People want to know that this is great, so you're telling them this is great, and they join when they see lots of people saying it's great. That's right. If you rate us on Apple Podcasts, we do read all of those reviews. Uh, we read the other ones as well, but we read, we know that most people um, oh, Yeah, the rate majority us. of ours are on now. That's right. On Apple Podcasts, we do read all of those, and we post those in our Instagram stories. So yep, you yep, can yep. always, if you left us a review, you can always check it out there. Post us in those posts that people are asking for podcasts. Teach someone how to listen to a podcast and then teach them how to listen to Tea with Queen and Jay. Mm-hmm. If you're a writer or any of them, like, fucking media people, fucking write about us. Put us in an article. Feature us in a video. I don't That's know, right. whatever. Tell the world that you listen to Tea with If Queen you and Jay. write about us already, 
if you quote us already, like actually cite Tea with Queen and Jay. Don't steal our ideas and content because you think it's a verbal platform and we it doesn't matter and it's not important. So yeah. when you quote us, are inspired by us, when you hear a concept or an idea that from us to. that you like, that you're going to reuse, cite Tea with Queen and Jay. It matters. It's important. It does. Okay. But yeah, those are the ways that you could um, support Tea with Queen and Jay non monetarily that's right if you would like to sponsor tea with queen and jay podcast if you'd like to advertise with us you can t-mail us at tea with queen and jay at gmail.com if you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization do a live show or consult you or your team you can send us a t-mail at tea with queen and jay at gmail.com we have new Patreon subscribers this week. This week's subscribers are Angela. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. DS actually upped their pledge. Thank you so much for doing DS. that. You can always go into um, Patreon and change your pledge as needed. If you feel like your financial situation has changed and you need to cancel it. If you went in and donated $2, but you done came up and you want to give us $10, $20, $50 a month, we will take that shit and appreciate that shit. Um, also, the homie Barry of Podcasts and color is now subscribed to our patreon thank you so much barry we appreciate you for anyone who doesn't know barry is the founder of podcastandcolor.com and it is i want to say it's the largest directory of um podcasts of color in the world i think i don't know i might be putting that on it but anyway it is a huge directory um if you are a podcaster of color you can submit your podcast and she updates that um maybe once or twice a year maybe more i don't know she does it when she feels like it mm-hmm. so if you're looking for podcasts by people of color there are people of color podcasting in every subject from all over the world so definitely check out podcasts in color um there are people who like try to create this without knowing that this exists because they haven't done research people just don't because people just don't yeah research is a little bit easier now because of the internet right like so, all you gotta do you don't gotta is go like, to the library and get the card check, thing and like, all that just because you didn't shit. see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist anyway so yeah so be sure to check out podcastandcolor.com and thank you so much barry we appreciate you Word. we also got a paypal so we got snacks this week ah, 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 from kurt thank you so much and kurt says Thanks again. And you're welcome again, Kurt. We appreciate you you and your donation. And we use them to buy snacks for this week Mm. as we record the podcast. snacked up. That's right. Snacks on snacks on snacks. On snacks. You have an event coming up. Yes, I do. Um, This week coming. I'm excited. Sunday, November 24th, Bad Bitch Affirmations. And we are affirming our sex lives. It'll be at Cafe Con Libros in Brooklyn. Okay. King's County. Best star, do or die. Okay. We're from the Bronx. Calm down. That's how Brooklyn people act. They don't know how to say Brooklyn without doing all of that shit. Y'all don't know how to do that. No respect. It's weird. No respect. (laughs) (laughs) And it's from 6 to 8 (laughs) p.m. They don't have no respect. No. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. And we will be, like I said, we'll be affirming our sex live. And through the use of props, trivia, and open discussion, participants will engage in a series of activities that will leave you empowered, intrigued, and ready to explore. I am joining Vagisteam workshop series. Um, and the queen is of Mixed Vixen. I do a workshop series as well. We're coming together to do this. Um, Vagisteam is hosting this. Vanessa of Vagisteam is a sex, edu- actually a health educator, but she... Um, 
specializes in sex education. Mm-hmm. Um, so she will be there hosting. It's going to be fun. Um, and what's Miss Vixen? Miss Vixen is my femme lifestyle platform. I say what I say a different thing every time, but um, yeah. So that's Miss Vixen, and this is a part of the workshop series that I do. And now we're gonna be talking about sex. Because I like to talk about sex. I'm excited about it. I always mm-hmm. look forward to your workshops. Yes. And this workshop is for folks with vaginas and vulvas. Mm-hmm. Y'all invited. Come through. This is a donation event, donation-based event, because I wanted to make it as accessible as possible. So come through. If you cannot make a donation at this time, you can email me at contact at mixvixenmag.com and we could, you know, make shumping happen. That's okay? right. So that's what's going on. Yes. Come through. You deserve rounds or not. Maybe you don't want to have sex. Maybe you just want to talk about it. I'm with it. Also, we are taking a break for Indigenous Peoples Week. So we will be A break! Okay. So we'll be off for one week. So spend time with your family if that's something that you can do. Support an Indigenous person or collective if that's something that you can do. And we will see you the week after that. Yep. Yeah. It'll be gone to December. For real? Yeah, I think we come back December 2nd. Oh, okay. I don't know. I meant to say going to November, but it is November, so I said December. All right. What what happened to November, though? Like, what what is going on? Time is, like, I think shooting. this is what happens when you're old. That's why old people wake up early, because they just don't know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Waking up at the crack of dawn. That's funny. They also sleep less. Yeah, they, they do. They, I need, know. they need less sleep. Um, Because time is... Time All right. is slipping away from me. Why do y'all listen to this? All right, cool. Are you ready to get into the show? Yes, let's get into the show. Queen. Yeah. What kind of tea are you drinking? Ginger iced tea. Delicioso. It is mad delicious. Get into that, y'all. Cool. I'm over here getting into some Earl Grey. Mm-hmm. Having a nice, nice, nice dark tea. Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's delish. I enjoy it. And what are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I'm affirming that I am enough. I affirm that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I like it. I also affirm that I am well rested. Mm-hmm. My hair and fashions are popping. Poppin'. My body and mind are healthy. Mm-hmm. And that I will always and forever stunt on these hoes. Because forever, forever, forever. <laughs> yes, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also affirm that I will find a healthy sex buddy that will add to my sexual pleasure. Just get like it popping. I like Don't slide in my DMs though. But let's get it popping. Mm. Someone slid in my DMs. I had some very weird DM slides lately. Not even for sex. <laughs> Just weird. Oh, we had one that was like, are you Nigerian? Right. <laughs> um, um, what? Well, first of all, which one of us are you talking to? Like, what? What? What's the context of this question? No like, idea. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. But yeah, don't slide in them DMs. Unless you slide in them DMs. Real ones know what I mean. I ain't say nothing. Not that this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Woo. 
Jay. Yes. What do you affirm for yourself? Is it my turn now? <laughs> what do you affirm oh, for yourself? Okay. I affirm per usual that I am not a lady. Please don't call me that. Please don't call us ladies because to have ladies, like if it's two of us, you would need for both of us to be ladies. And every week I say that I'm not. And every week listeners of this program reach out to us and call us ladies. Oh, they really listeners, some of them. I don't know. <laughs> they just know some. Not actual listeners. There right. are people who are like want to work with us and it's mm-hmm. like, I love your podcast. And they say ladies. And yeah. it's like, we don't believe you. You need more people. Yeah. We, I, I know that happens like by accident sometimes but like as a group as a group um it's, it's not going well but anyway <laughs> oh yeah together yeah that's true yeah as a collective it's not going well so i'm not a lady i'm enough my apartment is paid for my rent is paid i'm healthy i'm self-employed and my finances are abundant i'm paid opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma i have everything i need to maintain and continue to flourish i do not undersell myself or underquote my rate I get my rate. I affirm a brand new MacBook Pro up in this bitch. Up in this bitch. What it got on it? Got all the accessories, exactly. all the pro this and the Photoshop this and the, the bottom bang and all, all the, the attachments because they want to like Hindenburg change and stuff all the time. Newton, all of that all stuff of that. is on there. Um, and I affirm that I am healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You are, you are. I am. Mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. All right. So we've been thinking lately, and we've been talking a little bit about it, and we have maybe some different feelings about this. No. It's been annoying you lately more than it's been annoying me, but I think we share similar sentiments. And I'm also easily annoyed. (laughs) That part. That part. There's that. We have been thinking about the terms POC and WOC, and for people who don't know... POC stands for people of color or person of color. Mm -hmm. And WOC stands for women of color or woman of color. And those are relevant terms for niggas like us who are frequently talking about black people and or people of color and people of color, women of color. And so we hear the language a lot. We use the language a lot, but we've been noticing. You don't fucked up. You 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 don't fucked up. You don't fucked it. What have you been noticing? What what's 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 uh, eating your craw about this? So yes. So what's the thorn in my ass about these terms? It's not the term per se. It's the way in which people use them. Right. So a lot of times people use POC or WOC to avoid saying the word black. So, like, you're literally talking about a black person. Specifically. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're even looking at a black person. Right. Talking to them specifically. I was talking to my homegirl, and she was saying how a friend of hers, black woman, was, I think, asking for a raise or something like that. And um, they denied her the raise. And they're like, we understand as a woman of color. And it was like... Mm white people talking to a black woman and it was mm-hmm. just like you can say black like a lot of times people avoid black as if it's like a curse or like you're actually saying yeah. nigga or some shit right right so that's kind of my beef my beef with it it's like they use it as the safe word instead of saying like black like you're denying me something because i'm black right or you're you know whatever the thing is is it's because i am black mm-hmm. and it's like they lean on the poc or the woc or rather than just being on some real shit, like, nah, you mean black. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, whatever's happening is because I'm black, not just because the WOC right. or POC thing. So that 
gets on my nerves a lot. Or like I've seen like, you know, the conversation about black women in birth and how we die at at really, really high rates compared to um, other women for birthing. And I've read articles or seen fucking video op ads and they're specifically talking about black women and then people keep saying WOC, WOC. Mm. And black people do this too. But it's like, no, we like in those instances you have to say black because this is a very black specific problem or issue that we're talking about. And I guess to be inclusive, I don't know what the fuck, why y'all do it, but that happens. And it really, really grinds my gear. So there are times when POC and WOC applies, mm-hmm. but uh, there are times where it don't. And it's like, okay, this ain't black. Is you not saying a curse word? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that because for many non-black people of color, I imagine they've been in spaces where black and nigga are being used interchangeably. Mm-hmm. And where black is being leveraged as a bad thing and holding all of this neg- negative connotation instead of a simple descriptor for another human being. Yeah. It is like that black person and black. Like black, like being a slur kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being like a, a default, being a default slur, period. Yeah. Our mere existence just being a um, unfortunate negative uh circumstance our presence being negative and all that shit and so that is something that i think a lot of white folks and non-black pocs have experienced and engaged with especially those non-black pocs who are quite white presenting and still because they are not Mm anglo-saxon because they are not the clan's white Right, right. Because they wouldn't, because they would be denied membership into the KKK. Yeah, they still identify as people of color, mm-hmm. and are whole ass like white people yeah. who sit around leveraging the term yeah. black as this negative thing. And so, when like really honestly, when you're sitting in front of me and not calling me a black person, to me, this is like. You, like you showing me like your cards you kind of revealing yeah, that yes. like you see my blackness in this kind of negative way. way and i know that there is this thing of i know there are some people who still hold confusion over whether they should say african-american or black mm-hmm. those are really the only options negro is not an option anymore folks colored colored um mulatto but but black is fine folks all right black Black is fine fine. and honestly if if you are black is safer than african-american because everyone who is here is not it's not african-american right yes yes yeah so stop it academic feminist activist loretta j ross actually talks about the origins of the term women of color. Um, And she talks about it coming up about in 1977 when a group of black women, they were going to be participating in the national women's conference. And it was a very small section of that conference dedicated to minority women. Mm -hmm. And these black women didn't see anything that spoke to their particular issues, Mm -hmm. their particular needs. Uh And so they expanded that. But when they, once they expanded it, other minority women wanted to be included as well. And 
in solidarity, in an effort to um, unify politically and still be specific about their needs, they use the term women of color. Because now this section, this part of this conference is no longer specifically about black women, even though it does address and include the needs of black women. Now it is also including the needs of other, quote unquote, women of color. And so it came Mm -hmm. out of this political solidarity, this political interest in unifying and in that unification the intention was not erasure yeah and unfortunately people who don't understand that the purpose of that language is solidarity and mm-hmm. is this um effort to unify over our di- different and specific needs and interests it is the term ends up being leveraged to erase black people yeah. to erase black women uh-huh. to erase black folks in general in general yeah it's not a term to be used interchangeably right like it's not you can't just replace black with woman of color or poc and it does the same job they don't do the same job yeah. they like like you said they're for different reasons the woc mm-hmm. the poc is to represent solidarity not to like fucking erase us and i think right. the language that a lot of us are using are it's participating in erasure mm-hmm. rather than doing what those black women intended for it to do when they created these terms, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like erasure on top of erasure because one, I didn't know black women create, created this term. And then for it to be used in ways to, for myself, how I take it to um, weaponize and dilute some of the shit mm-hmm. that black women are going through. Mm-hmm. It's just like, here we go again, right, you know, right, the way right. that y'all use intersectional feminism, the way that y'all use a lot of these things that black women create have created and you fucking throw bleach in that shit and just fuck the whole shit up and makes me not, makes me kind of want to denounce these things that black women created that was supposed to be space for me. And then you do this shit and then it pushes me out of the space, mm-hmm. you know? So that's yeah. kind of how I've been feeling about the use of POC and WLC. And just to kind of underscore what you're talking about, about ways in which using the term irresponsibly can dilute and erase black people. There's an article in the LA Times um, by Nadra Widatala. And she is basically talking about the same thing and how the term people of color erases um, people. Mm-hmm. She gives this example of a diversity report that came out Within the fashion industry, right? So Fashion Spot's annual diversity report. And in this report she's, that she cites in this article, it says one out of every three models in 2018 fashion ads were women of color. So that sounds like a good thing, right? So yeah. when, you, when you and I or like the average person thinks about what that means, it's like, oh, okay, cool. A person who looks like a non-white person, right? One might assume. But also included in women of color... Included in these stats are models like Bella and Gigi Hadid, who are both white as fuck presenting, but um, are half Palestinian and half white. So technically, to somebody, these are women of color, but 
in terms, terms of, of beauty standards yeah in terms of beauty stuff. standards in terms of the modeling industry when you hire bella or Gigi, you are hiring a white like, woman yeah. you, that, that box is checked there's no challenging of the system unless you know that they are palestinian yeah, and unless you feel some sort of political angst exactly. about including a palestinian exactly. person in your in your thing like a lot of as we talked about it before a lot of whiteness is very much based on your physical appearance yes. and how hateful the colonized world the colonizer the majority population is towards you based on your appearance and your proximity to either blackness or physical non-whiteness physical markers of non-europeanness yeah it's kind of like it makes me think of like you know how affirmative action mostly white women benefit from that Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same way whereas like it's that's you guys y'all can google that for anyone who's like there's (laughs) somewhere someone yeah what yeah yeah so mostly white women benefited from from affirmative affirmative action action. so it kind of makes me think of that so this thing was created so that um, people without access could have access mm-hmm. and then the people who are benefiting from it are people who could generally even without that institution being created could generally probably gain access based on their proximity to whiteness mm-hmm. anyway right. it's kind of the same thing and it's kind of why for myself when I hear it I usually kind of cringe because it's like there are things that are specifically denied to me as a black woman that are not denied to other people who are also in this woman of color or people of color space so like Mm -hmm. usually when they're talking about anything that's directly to black people and they still say poc and wc i get angry like i literally get angry because it's like no Mm -hmm. (laughs) like no you're you're using the wrong words that's not what it is and it's it's as if you're it's as if i don't even know it's just it's just i don't like it i Mm -hmm. really don't like it i don't like the erasure i don't appreciate the erasure and then it's like no this is an this is an actual black problem and if i'm saying it's a black problem you know that you have to know that there's like white supremacy involved you know like Mm -hmm. directly and i feel like when people say poc or wc it kind of makes it like other things not saying that pocs and wcs aren't affected by white supremacy because they are but we know about anti-blackness we know the intensity that is attached to anti-blackness so you have to say black if something is like oppression is tied to the blackness you have to mm-hmm. say black don't say woman of color don't say poc like the shit is because of anti-blackness not anti-poc-ness right. not anti-woc-ness it is anti-blackness so say black mm-hmm. so people understand that the contrast of that is fucking white supremacy right right and a part of the responsibility as a if you consider yourself a person of color a part of your responsibility as a non-black person of color who is using that language in because it regardless to where you fall on the political spectrum using that language denotes some level of solidarity yeah. with the larger people of color community yeah. women of color community yeah, totally. you are connecting yourself to a larger body of people a larger group of people so regardless to where you fall on that in that in that language because words mean things there's a connection there so yeah. if you use that language if you choose to leverage that language you have a responsibility as a non-black poc to Use it responsibly and to when you mean black people, to say black, black people, yeah. when you hear other people using women of color and you know the language is specifically referring to black people to say yes. motherfucking black. Because if you don't say it, then we don't have to acknowledge the yes. issues that specifically affect and endanger black lives and it is um more damaging your presence in this collective then becomes more damaging than it is supportive and helpful and this term was created by a black woman to be by black women to be 
um, supportive and build up and and form community with one another yeah. and you shit on that community when, when you, you don't it, yeah. say black specifically in instances where you are referring to black Word. people. When I most got upset when I realized that I was like, no, about this was when surrounded Serena Williams mm-hmm. and a lot of... We we know a lot of the reasons why people fuck with her is because she's a black woman. Yeah. Not because like women of color stuff. It's because mm-hmm. she's a black fucking woman. Very specifically. A dark skinned black woman with the body that she has. So I would notice on and I would say mostly in my social media spaces, pe- women who were non black not even women, non black POCs referring to her as woman of color, woman of color, woman of color. And it was in those instances when I was like, Do they know that it's because she's a a black person? It wouldn't be so extreme, I don't think, if this was like a uh, um, East Asian person or right. like you know, like we know it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. This is specifically because this woman is black on his fucking tennis court mm-hmm. doing a damn thing, right? Like, right? She's, very- she's cl- clearly African descended, yes, and clearly has the body of an African descended person. person that has not been diluted by whiteness. Yes, mm-hmm. so it was that it was or in- some other non-white POC. Yeah, right. so it was just like. Do they know? And I'm like, no, these people know because they're, I've seen them know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's just like, no, they just like use this term in this way and they're using it irresponsibly and not even notice it. And I remember posting like, it's okay to say black. Like, mm-hmm. why y'all scared to say black? It's okay to say black. Like, right. this woman is treated this way because she's a black woman, not because she's a WOC. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's because she's black. And it's okay for you to say that. It's okay for you to identify that. And it is solidarity for you to say, as a non-black POC, to say she's treated this way because she's black. There's Mm -hmm. solidarity in that. That Mm -hmm. doesn't seem as divisive or diluted or erased as woman of color in these instances. I feel like a part of it is a comfort of not really wanting to be all that in solidarity. Like, I didn't see you before. I don't see you now. All I see now is that, okay, I can also claim to be a part of this larger collective exactly. of struggle without really seeing you as a whole black pa- black person, which is why, yeah. which is why that freaking, she was just ignorant in that moment. And probably for a long time. But um, <laughs> which is why Selma Hayek was able to sit there at that women's luncheon across from Jessica Williams yep. and act like they experienced the, the same, same thing. oppression. Yeah. Right. When Selma Hayek is a whole TV Italian, um, half French. Isn't she like half French or something like that? Uh-huh. But anyway, she presents totally different than Jessica Williams does as a whole ass black woman. Totally and their different. experiences, even though, yes, Selma Hayek has a quote-unquote an accent or Mm -hmm. whatever right because i think spanish is her first language but she has what we would consider an accent here in the u.s a part of why selma hayek is a successful um quote-unquote latin actor here Mm -hmm. in the u.s is because of her proximity to whiteness yeah it's because she does not look indigenous it's because she does not look um like mexican in the way that people think of mexicans and also them titties (laughs) <laughs> oh she do have body yada yada yeah she got yeah. that body yada yada uh-huh. yeah cause you can um, have that body yada yada yeah you can be <laughs> right the whole goal is to that. look like you can have that pin up body and not be a black woman yes okay. yes yeah, the goal is to have black features but still look as acceptably white as, as possible. possible so she is that ideal look mm-hmm. of person you know the dark hair and and all of those things your experience is going to be totally different than a whole ass black woman yeah okay totally and and that 
that is a part of the trouble is that within that woman of color umbrella, within that people of color umbrella, people who haven't thought about this and are in alleged solidarity with us and not considering... Like if if you're going to be in solidarity, you have to consider all of our intersections. Like yep. a part of solidarity with one another in these movement spaces is to be aware of your intersections, aware that whoever you're talking to has intersections that are different than you or whatever. Mm. And constantly thinking about those and challenging your own privilege and how that affects the people around you. And a lot of people who are using these umbrella terms are not considering those dynamics. They're really not. And a lot of times when they use these umbrella terms, it's as if they have to see themselves in a black person for it to be something real. Mm. So they say woman of color or people of color so they can be included. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't have to be, you can have solidarity without like being included Mm -hmm. in whatever you're talking about. Right. There's, you can do that. It is totally fine. You can say black person and still be in solidarity, still be in solidarity with the person without trying to like kind of insert yourself. But in you the hear space, all the whiteness all that the you're saying that's in that, right? All you the know? whiteness and all the um the anti blackness that's yeah. in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. People don't want to lose that. People don't want to lose Lo- that. Yeah. They want to appear to be quote unquote woke. And still maintain the anti-blackness that they're most comfortable with. Yep. Maintain the anti-blackness that allows them to center themselves over anybody black. Yep. Right? So if you are, depending on the type of POC that you are, you are in a position of status over black people and black women. That's yep. just mm-hmm. what it is. And people don't want to lose that. Also, those there are many people within... Um, people who consider themselves people of color and women of color who still don't want to challenge whiteness as and as in white people yeah, yeah. and so when they are talking to white people about their rights or about the rights of others within their group they don't want to say black because they're like okay well women of color and you know yeah. these light mm-hmm. nice mild things but not like black, black. people because no, they're no. on some other shit like not let's that, not make not this that. about race nigga shit, nigga shit, right nigga nigga nigga, nigga shit, shit. Like, let's not no. make it about that mm-hmm. but like you know women of color we have trouble yes. we deserve better mm-hmm. things you know we can let's work in unity and softer. Da, 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 right and it's, it's softer it's, it's, it's lighter and it's not that black yeah. shit and that's what and i see black women do it too and it's like you wanna just still appeasing white supremacy mm-hmm. when you're talking about black shit black woman shit mm-hmm. black people shit and you're like you know because women of color it's like no we're fucking talking about our shit right, right now like i've seen op-ed pieces and people are talking about black shit and black supposed black publications and i still see fucking people of color or women mm-hmm. of color and it's like it's okay for us to talk to ourselves and talk about ourselves it's okay it's yeah. fine you're not doing anything wrong you're not doing anything violent you're not erasing anybody by saying black you're not stepping on anybody by saying black that's not what you're doing in that space if you're mm-hmm. talking about yourself it is okay to fucking talk about yourself right. what the fuck why are y'all doing that mm-hmm. it's strange I don't get it, and it's upsetting me and my homegirls. It's upsetting. So we understand politically. I'm saying this again because people be trying to hear other things when mm-hmm. we're on this show. We understand why these terms were created. We understand why they should be used. We're just talking to the motherfuckers who use them in the wrong way and use it as a way to avoid talking about black and use it in a way that is very anti-black. Mm. We're talking to y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. I'm going to leave the link um, to Loretta Ross discussing the origins of the term, and I'm going to leave the link 
to the um, LA Times article. The LA Times article, they actually, both of these works are not saying what we're saying. So we're just leaving them there as reference, reference. just so you know what we're talking about and so that you can critically think. We talked about critical thinking last week. So you can critically Stop. think about... Think about it. Hey. <laughs> The information that we're sharing and some of the sources um, that we are using. Um, but Loretta Ross, the time in which she's talking about this, I think it looks like it was maybe 2011, this particular video that I'm going to share in the show notes. But she talks about the origins of the term and then kind of... Um, kind of adds a little bit of like a support for the women of color term and i think for the context of her conversation i think that that makes sense but i also think as we've kind of noted here people need to really like know how and when to use it and there needs to be emphasis on that and then also the la times article she's like let's stop using that shit altogether like let's cut the shit enough with women of color and people of color and i i I really do feel like i don't mind the term it has a time it has a, a time and place and a space but we really need to be mindful about like how we're using it but that's the thing with nuance man niggas don't like nuance Niggas don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? We just went over critical thinking last yeah. episode. People don't know what it is. People are not using it. And um, just know that I'm going to come for you from now on. You won't notice. You got to give a warning at first. This mm-hmm. is the verbal warning. Nice of you. Now, no. Next don't, is a written. Don't let, yes, don't, I don't, don't let me be talking about black shit. Mm-hmm. And you be like, but. Not but, but like, yes, us women of color. No, I'm talking about black shit. Mm-hmm. Who's we, white man? <laughs> yeah. I understand people of color have a No, I'm talking about black mm-hmm. shit right now. Mm-hmm. And my, um, what's his voice? I can't remember. I don't know. But also, like, think about if you're white presenting, maybe you're a white person. Oh, like, my God. You just blew up a lot of people. I know. Heads. Think about if you're white presenting. I know. And, and listen, hey. I've been to family reunions where there are whole white families over there. (laughs) My black family reunion, right? So, and I know that, yes, that is my cousin, okay? (laughs) But she walks the world and her whole white family does as white people. Yeah. Like, there's, I knew that she was my cousin because she was there at this family reunion, but that was a whole black, white family there because they walked the world able to pass and live as white people and i'm not talking about past like how our grandparents passed and like you know white people couldn't tell the difference and we all knew right and we all knew that like no if you look at them obviously that's a black person yo that was funny right because that was happening a lot yeah i'm talking about a whole white family like like a whole like no questioning like a whole like if she told anyone she was black she would have to come with pictures and evidence and da 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 but anyway i know a white girl like that who said she was black and we were like okay sis show us the car facts right yeah yeah and we're very as a people i think a lot of us are very forgiving like if you have a high racial iq you know black people come in all different looks and shit like that but what i'm saying is that white woman (laughs) was there with her whole white family your cousin i know and she lives like a white woman and mm-hmm. and a part of it is not a lie because you can't every person you meet which supposed to be i'm black i know you're treating me with kindness right now respect but, but just know just so you know i'm black you better like, use the same anti-blackness right? <laughs> for me that's ma'am, you <laughs> ma'am this is a wendy's <laughs> <laughs> right so but but for all intents and purposes 
that's a whole white woman and that's a whole white family. So that's what I'm what I'm saying is that I'm not saying to deny who you are yeah. or that I'm not saying that she shouldn't we shouldn't be playing spades together at the family she reunion. Got a t-shirt that say black all the right. time. Right. That's not what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Hello. Ugh. If you got to I mean okay. Oh. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> what I'm saying is uh-huh. if you are white presenting, maybe you are white. Okay? Yes. And and again, all of these terms can mean different things depending on what we're talking about because of nuance, yes. right? But in the colonized world where a lot of your, the way that you are treated, okay, which is what racism and prejudice and all that shit is, the way that you are treated depends on how you look, yes. okay? And the access you have depends on how, how you, you look. look. If you are white presenting, maybe you are white. Mm-hmm. That's all that I'm saying. That doesn't mean that we don't share blood or sisterhood or unity or all that that or that I don't fuck with you or that you perhaps are not familiar with my struggle because you might have a whole entire grandma who you saw treated like shit and you understand like you know the yeah. dynamics um, of race yeah. because you are not actually factually on paper a white, a white person but again something to think about if you are white presenting maybe you are white boom boom <laughs> I think you hurt people's heads. It's like what? Yeah, They're on the subway looking around. Oh my god! What? So I didn't have to be redlined? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. <laughs> Do you know what this year is? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year. your money yes give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women okay, yo okay okay so, so how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, week. sometimes and, twice um, a week yeah yo <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yeah tvskinandj.com hit that donate tab and mm-hmm. we have two options there so you two two you become a patron or you can just donate through paypal yep. you choose we mm-hmm. give you a choice that's right on how you give us money that's right if you want to donate via patreon we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month that's 24 dollars a year and if everybody who listens does that shit we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast everything and if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation a multiple time donation or if you don't like the the once a month kind of system you can go to our paypal and give us any amount of money we will take that shit we will love that shit we will appreciate that we shit will use that shit that's right so once again tea with queen and jay.com hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right let's talk a little bit about this week's sponsor, sponsor. yes today's sponsor is femme Afric, a black woman-owned company offering crochet twists handmade by women in sierra leone not only is the hair made by black women but they have wood carved crochet needles that are made to order we got ours last week and yes. they're both unique and they're both fucking cute they are. I don't like how it looks in my bathroom. I saw it in your bathroom. Look like Isn't it cute? I saw some rides in it. Mm. 
I want to get another one for the person who um, does my actual crochet because I'm never going to use that needle. <laughs> I want to keep it. It's mine in case one day I actually oh, like feel like playing those games. But um, yeah, I want to get one for her too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so each one is different and each one is carved by a local craftsperson in Sierra Leone. The hair also, if you order a full install, the hair comes in these um, really cute African print bags. Yep. Really, really cute. And the hair, when we got it, it's like light. Like, it's I don't super have to light. I feel like it's like mad fucking weight on my head. Yeah, I'm excited by that. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to blend it with other hair because yeah. I want more. Storm every damn day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I want more. Like, it's enough hair, but I want white. I think the lightest color that they have is uh, honey white, which mm. is... Is it honey white? Is that what it's called? I didn't know there were shades of whiteness, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, it's like maybe a platinum color. It's like mm. a platinum color, and so I'm gonna blend it with a little bit more white. <laughs> honey white, honey white. But I'm glad that it is light enough. That's white presenting people. They're honey white. That's funny. There go. I'm glad that the hair is light enough for me to blend, so that when I do blend it, it's not gonna be super heavy. Sometimes I blend hair, and it just ends up being yeah, like I don't know how your little head does it. Much. I know. <laughs> Jay got a little oh, head, believe it or not, y'all. I do the tiny. You would never bean know under here. Tiny little peanut. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I'm excited about doing that. And I like that in the meantime, my hair is stored in an adorable fucking bag. Yes. I like it too because it's in a pouch. I have it sitting on my desk. Mm-hmm. Usually my cat, when I buy hair, mm-hmm. it's because it's in that plastic package. Yeah. It's like, ooh, it's something to mess with. But it's leaving it alone because it's like not Yeah, especially as people who are constantly doing stuff. I always have hair in my house. Mm-hmm. There's always Same. hair here that yeah. I'm getting ready to install or that I'm waiting. I have, I've had hair. I've just put in hair that I had in my house for like two years. We have hair cues. Like, yes. <laughs> like, yes. That's on my list. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. It's a whole the whole schedule. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so I love the adorable bag. I love that it's lightweight. By supporting Femme Africa, you are creating income and a global marketplace for their talented hairstylists and protecting your hair with this fast, healthy, stylish hairstyle. So be sure to visit femafric.com to find a style of twist or a color that is good for you and Where? see what else they have. Oh, they also sent us this like lavender night spray yeah for your hair, which yeah i've been using that it's mixed with like lavender oil and oh, rose yeah, water and stuff like it. that it smells good i enjoy <laughs> it it smells good and i have been using it uh at night when i go out not for bed but because i like how it smells so but again be sure to check out femafric.com let's get back into the show all right mm-hmm. queen are you ready to pay black women always ready That's to pay right. black women yes Do you want to tell people what our Pay Black Women segment is all about? Pay Black Women is the segment where we center businesses, organizations, or just a person who needs your money. Woman includes trans women, cis women. And for this segment, we also include a fab non-binary folks. That is Pay Black Women. So, Jay, who are we paying? This week... We are highlighting and supporting Toynia Edmonds. She is actually the board secretary for an organization called Safe Space Property Management based in Atlanta. And Safe Space Property Management is a nonprofit created for and by domestic violence survivors of color. Their focus is creating and maintaining safe spaces for survivors of color after leaving abuse. 
Safe Space Property Management works to provide supportive services and transitional housing to domestic abuse survivors while raising awareness and educating the community on intimate partner violence. And their first annual toy drive just matched 42 children affected by domestic violence with sponsors for the holidays. So that's pretty cool. Right now, they're seeking funding for their 2020 calendar. This past year, they conducted vision board workshops. They provided children with back-to-school supplies. They conducted group exercise classes, and they do a food and friendship support group once a month. And those are meetings um, for survivors of domestic violence. And they also have food, and it's just like Mm -hmm. a monthly gathering that they do to like fellowship and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So in an effort to raise money for their 2020 season, they're participating in national giving Tuesday. And for anyone who doesn't know, giving Tuesday was created in response to all of the consumerism that goes down on black Friday and cyber Monday. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So giving Tuesday takes place. I I think the Tuesday right after after cyber Monday. Yeah. So Safe Space Property Management goal is to raise $3,000 on Giving Tuesday. They're hoping all of their supporters give a tax-deductible donation of $5, and they can receive... You can send donations through their website. That's safespacepropertymanagement.com, and that's actually when you go to their website... It's actually going to take you to PayPal. So you can do that. Or if you prefer Cash App, you can hit them on the Cash App. I know everyone doesn't use PayPal. Um... And their cash app is that little cash app dollar sign, safe space property. So I'll put the um, their cash app handle in the show notes as well. If you'd like to keep up with what they're doing, they're also on Facebook at safe space property management. They're on Twitter at safe space ATL and they're on IG at safe underscore space underscore DV underscore advocacy. Put that information in the show notes as well. So once again, these are donations for Safe Space Property Management and, again, a nonprofit created for and by domestic violence survivors of color. Cool. I like this. Yeah. So thank you so much, um, Toynia, for keeping us updated. And I'm pronouncing your name very phonetically, and I'm looking at it and realizing that it's probably just Toynia. So let me know. Okay. But... <laughs> I like the way that you take care of people's names because I don't do that. And it's, <laughs> it's important, though. It is. It's important. It is. It is. It is. Yes. So that is our pay black women for this week. Please be sure to support them if you can. Yes. I like that. That was mm-hmm. a nice one. Yes. Great timing and everything. That's right. That's right. Are you ready to get into news that's not news? Sure am. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon, Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news. Jay, can you tell the listeners what this segment is? News is not news is when we highlight a news story that has either not been in the actual news cycle that has not been reported on by mainstream news or that was reported on, but maybe the angle was not an angle that we would center. And so we just tell it 
in a way that makes sense to us, or we highlight a story that we think is important and needs to be highlighted. And that is news that's not Yes, that is what that is. So today's news does not news story. It's actually something that has been in conversation, but I just wanted to say it again here because mm. it's like they're taking our rights. Mm. <laughs> like they're taking our rights. You niggas is crazy. <laughs> they're taking our rights. So it could soon be legal to prevent LGBTQ plus couples from adopting children. This story I got from um, colorlines.com. So the Trump administration is scrapping an Obama era regulation that protected same sex couples from discrimination. This is generally for face based adoption and foster care agencies, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it's making it so that before they had to, regardless of whatever face based organization it was, um, you had to accept people who are adopting or fostering same, I mean, same sex couples who wanted to adopt or foster um, children. So they had to, it was law, you had to, it doesn't matter whatever your faith is. So this can scrap that. Mm-hmm. So if you say who, whoever God, whatever says you can't do it, you can actually not do it. And it's, this was only passed by, like they said, it was Obama or everything in 2016. So it hasn't even been something that's been in place that long. Mm-hmm. And they're already like trying to just like get rid of that shit, which is like, for why? I don't understand. There are a lot of children who need placement. What the fuck is the problem? What <sighs> Jay got her face on. What's the problem with, <sighs> what's the problem with placing um, people in same sex, because... coupled families? What's the problem? Sorry, the system. I just—it's very depressing, and I'm gonna take a nice long nap and treat myself to a delicious dinner after do this that, because it's just really like the levels to white supremacist patriarchal capitalism are so deep and upsetting. Capitalism requires that somebody be on the bottom. White supremacist patriarchal capitalism requires that people be on the bottom. It requires that people be in need. It requires that there be a community of people that need to work the jobs that the majority class does not want to work. Someone has to be outside. That somebody has to be on the outside, yeah, on the margins. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a whole population of children age out of the system, age out of foster care, don't not have homes when we, there are whole communities, there are whole queer communities, many of which, many same-sex couples decide to have kids because they can and many same-sex couples are totally cool with like adopting like that's a whole community of more people who are like happy to adopt and also i forget i don't know the stats on this but a lot of like queer couples a lot of same-sex couples bring in bank you know what i'm saying and those are like ideal situations mm-hmm. like ideal like stable ass home that a child could that's be in that's the thing what and is, is not stable ab- about it it's not you that's, know, that's like... all a farce to maintain a population of children who age out of the system and turn into adults who end up within the prison system think, yeah. doing free labor or end up in this class this population part of, the of workforce. people a part yes a part of the workforce a part of those the lower part of the making workforce. under fifteen dollars yep. an hour those who are not making a living wage mm-hmm. like it it is not only beneficial to white supremacist patriarchal capitalism to maintain this class of people yeah. but aside from actually having them as like this extra body right Right. of of work or laborer or whatever the fuck the mentality that like that whole bootstrap mentality if you can there's this illusion that if you did not 
succeed, quote unquote, it's your fault. It's your fault. Right. And so we have to, there have to be people. There have to be evidence of niggas who didn't make it always. Yeah. So the, anything that, that we come up with to take care of those populations who have traditionally fallen outside of the margins, that's what they want to do. So that's the goal. So, you know, yeah. there, there. I'm sure there are is a population of people who actually believes that there same are. sex folks um, yeah. shouldn't parent. It but our government officials no are very much invested in the political dynamics of this and maintaining the system of it white supremacist no patriarchal capitalism. And then, like, aligned with that, um, looking at this Carter Line article, the majority of I'm reading this from the article. The majority of more than four hundred thousand children in a foster care system are people of color, according to the 2017 report. With 23% of them identified as black, 21% as Latinx, and 9% listed as other racist slash multiracial people. So it's exactly what you just fucking said. Mm-hmm. If you, exact, you know what people they are targeting to not have um, homes, stable homes, a place to live, right. a, and all right. of that shit. You're talking about, so this cycle of, of like, like um, parentlessness or like misplaced people yeah. this is a cycle that has continued from slavery and right now what we're talking about is increasing increasing the number of acceptable families and acceptable loving homes yeah. that these people could go in you could stop a generation of like suffering yeah you, that's generational that's healing and if that happens that's a problem yeah. any way to stop generational healing any way to end trauma mm-hmm. is seen as a threat to white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. Anyway, that's someone who has been living in a cycle many times. You know, things happen where maybe you your family was fine and everything was okay yeah. and whatever. But anything that ends that cycle that this country relies it's on is conducive. a threat. It's not conducive to white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. Mm-hmm. And then this happening at the same time of all of these children being separated from their parents mm-hmm. due to ICE and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And then now you're doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it is no accident. Yeah. It is no accident. We're on to you. We know what the fuck you're doing. You you are trying to chattel new people into the prison industrial complex mm-hmm. and all the other fucking complexes that you fucking um, chattel people yeah. into because you want white supremacist patriarchal, patriarchal capitalism to stand. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't low. We know what you're doing. The timing of this is not by accident. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand it. And if all you motherfuckers who say same-sex people or not even just same-sex people, any people in the LGBTQ population right. cannot raise children, you're a, you're a, you're a dingbat. Yeah, and, and <laughs> correct, correct. I was saying... I was saying same-sex couples, but that also that that language yeah. excludes um, trans mm-hmm. like couples where either one or both partners are of the trans experience. So I didn't mean that, but I know that there are. That's usually what people are thinking about anyway because they're basic. They're fucking right, basic. right. But I just want to I just want to <laughs> clarify my language. I just I, I, there are queer people who are in who are not who in are in straight presenting relationships. relationships. So I just wanted yeah. to make sure that I was being clear. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to use the umbrella term as queer, but I know that we are talking talking about you know all different types of couples that are not seen as straight yeah. couples yeah mm-hmm. so those who are can be deemed by somebody else as oh that's not a straight yeah couple, and know? it's just silly to think that someone's relationship status style sexuality mm-hmm. whatever gender identity affects parenting mm-hmm. like how basic are you to even think that's a thing if you right. like that makes no sense like a lot of us come from very non-traditional 
heteronormative families. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Some of us are raised by a mother and a grandmother. You know, like it's just yeah. like it makes no sense. The basis of that is stupid. The basis of that has been proven no fucking where. Mm-hmm. What we do know is that community is best for kids. Right. Healthy communities are best for kids, and you're creating unhealthy communities for these children mm-hmm. by denying um, queer LGBTQ plus people the right to adopt or foster these children. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? Your niggas is crazy. <laughs> That's um, upsetting. So this. This proposal to reverse this was actually presented in November 1st. It was actually pretty recent. This conversation has started. So, yeah. So, I'm not a government-ass bitch, and I don't know how all of this works. I don't know if this is something you could vote out, they vote in, if we have say in changing and shit like that. But I just wanted to put this on the table so people are aware of what the fuck they're happening and what other rights that they are trying to repeal from the citizens and people yeah. of this fucking country. It also kind of has me thinking about... Residents um, also the foster care slash adopt adoption system maybe adoption more so um because i'm confused is because it it sounds like there are private agencies that do adoption shit yeah right that's Mm kind of weird that private people do yeah i don't know that just feels like something that like we should be doing as a country but then that would have to be like that would be like about people invested in well, there's making sure that yeah. you know every child. But then I think if they did it, that there's money involved with adoption. People no, pay I know. Money. So I I'm know. That's like, what I'm so saying. that's why. It's yeah. Probably not because you probably have to give the kids away for free. In quotations. God forbid. Okay. Yeah, that's a probably a whole nother can of worms. It is. It is. I just wanted to make people feel sick to their stomachs that for a I second. Don't have, it was I don't have the range. Feel sick. Yeah. Every time I think about that adoption, like. The money involved and the process and all of that stuff, like I kind of get a little bit sick. Like I know that, I know that the workers need to be paid for their work, uh, but it just seems like it costs to have a baby anyway, regardless of how you <laughs> do it. The hospital bill, that bill, yeah, kids is expensive. No, of course, of course, it just seems like such a racket. Like the adoption, it shit. seems like such a racket because we know this system, mm-hmm. like. You're buying a baby, which mm-hmm. being in this white supremacist patriarchal world just is just like not go- how is that comfortable? Like mm-hmm. how does that sound comfortable? How does that feel comfortable? How does yeah. that you know? Mm-hmm. So <sighs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, well thanks, I guess. <laughs> thanks for this. You the one who took it there. Yeah, I know. It was just like what the fuck? You ready for the pit? Uh, yeah, I guess. Now that I'm nice and like, yeah, I'm like, why does she pit feeling, it before the pit? Feeling dystopic. Why did she do that? Everybody, strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say. Jay, do you want to tell people what the pit is? Maybe that'll make you yes, feel better. I do. It will make me feel better. The pit is where we throw people, places, and things trying to rob us of our black joy mm-hmm. in the motherfucking pit. And we reclaim our joy uh-huh. by shitting on the things that are trying to shit on us. Shit it on them. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Who are you throwing in the pit this week? So I'm throwing in the pit. So this weekend for me was a hair weekend. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm thinking of the hair shit. 
And um, while I'm doing my hair, I think to myself about all the men who have told me they like natural hair. Mm. They don't like my wigs. Not like in a direct way, but like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you know, your hair is long or your hair is, when they see it, oh, your hair, why do you, you know, all of that dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, y'all motherfuckers, most motherfuckers who say they prefer a black woman with her natural hair with no wigs or weaves or whatever. If you was to see me in the world with my 4C hair, you would not look at me twice. Mm-hmm. You would not be attracted to me. You would not all of these things. So I need y'all motherfuckers to be real about your shit and say you want that 3C bitch mm-hmm. and all of that shit because you do not want to fuck with me. You want to fuck with Tracy Ellis Ross, okay? Right. You do not want to fuck with a bitch like me with a and my 4C. Pattern. You don't want to come on something. I just, I want to be able to run my fingers through my hair. You won't be able to do that shit anyway, no, okay? Let's be for real. Not. No, okay? First of all, I'm going to be annoyed because you are fucking up my twist out mm-hmm. if my hair is out. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, what the fuck you doing to my hair? Unless you like helping me with the hair care. Right. But like, what the fuck? So like, I need y'all to be honest about that shit. Cause y'all not, y'all not really out here for us. Mm-mm. Y'all are not. Mm-mm. Stop it. Pause. Stop. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. And then y'all yeah. try to put it on us as if it's like a self-esteem thing for us. Mm-hmm. Won't you feel freer? Won't you feel confident? Why you don't love your hair? Why you don't like all of these things that they try to put all of that weight on us? And mm-hmm. it's like, let's be fucking for real. Let's be for real when it comes to the superficial aspects of how black women look and how one we're supposed to be, not supposed to be, like we're one of the least desired of whatever. You want all of the exotic bitches. You want everybody mm-hmm. else. You want, Like whatever. Right. And then because I do my hair how I feel fit, how I feel comfortable, how I like to look, then that means I don't love myself. No, motherfucker, you don't love me. Let's be for real. Stop doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. You don't care. And then I went further to think about the times when I have been with men and they see my hair and they find with their hair. They usually, for me, in my life, mm-hmm. have been the basis at basic ass hood niggas. Right. Y'all educated motherfuckers. Y'all artsy motherfuckers nah. who swear y'all on the, like the brink of blackness mm-hmm. and know all of this shit and brought us forward and you know all this shit and respectable and all of that shit. Y'all don't want to fuck with a 4C bitch. Y'all don't. Y'all don't. Because we don't look cute on your arm. It's not for you to show off. You're not going to... Who shows off 4C hair? Who mm-hmm. goes look at my woman in her naps, for lack of right. a better word? Right. Like, no one does that. And it be y'all motherfuckers in my life, mainly, who look at women with 4C hair as some fucking, like, disgrace, dirty, mm-hmm. something not attractive, something you don't want around you, something that can't um, be presented and showed, sh- shown off to other motherfuckers. It be y'all. Fuck y'all. And be for real about your shit. Like, be for real. Say you want cur- a curly hair bitch. Mm-hmm. Say you want... Be for real. It's not a natural hair person. It's not um, It's not because you don't like weeds. It's not because you don't like whatever. Because when you fuck with white bitches or you fuck with people who are not black or not as adjacent to blackness as I am, they have weeds, wigs, and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's fine. It is okay. But once I do it, then that means I hate myself and all of this other shit. Fuck y'all. Y'all go in the pit. And that's that. I support and that's my that. Hood. I support that. I co-sign that. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there because it takes me to a dark place. <laughs> but I feel the same like, way. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Out of that's here. why I stay for stay away from you niggas for the most part. <laughs> I really can't. I can't, yo. I cannot. I can't. That whole self-esteem conversation is a self-esteem killer. Like, don't talk to me about my self-esteem. Leave me alone. That's not what this is about. That's not what this. That's not, not. That's not helping. One. That's not helping. Mm-hmm. Two. That's not what 
what this is about. Right. This is how I like to look. Do I tell you to not do put fucking waves in your hair? Mm. That's not your natural right. inclination of your hair pattern, brother. Do I say that to you? No. Waves I leave you be. I leave you be. Mm-hmm. I let you do your thing. What the fuck? I agree. Shit. Yeah. I co signed that pit, yeah, so I think. That's my pit. That's my pit too. <laughs> that's my pit. My pit is generally just like fuck these niggas. Yo. Cause everything else on my pit list we talked about already. Mm-hmm. Cause I just be so irritated. But really at the bottom line is fuck these niggas. Word. And oh, I want to throw in the pit while we're here. Somebody listened to our Harriet episode and said that we hate black men. No, motherfucker, we hate you. <laughs> right, yes. You, specifically. Pretty sure that if we met you, we wouldn't we like wouldn't you. We wouldn't like you. You would feel the disdain. It would be palpable. Yes. So, um... Not the, yeah. yeah. Black men are cool. We you. Don't, we don't, we, hate, we you. don't hate black men. We hate you. We like them. We talk to them. We spend time with them. We invest in them. We have sex with them. And, um... You know how many black penises I had in my mouth? So many black penises. So many. Only black penises, actually. Yeah, actually. Um, Can we say the same for y'all? Yeah, but when we talk about our, our like me talking about my suffering uh, or things that happen to me um, with black men because I only deal with black men, I'm sure if I engaged with white men, like, you know, they would be horrible to me as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah me talking horrible. about instances where I experience suffering at the hands of black men or neglect at the hands of black men or abuse at the hands of black men is not indicative of like me hating black men me talking and that that's a part of like misogynoir is like anytime a black woman talks about a negative experience with a black man is seen as so now i'm doing something to black yeah men. and it's like we that's that's actually that's the, abusive that silence doesn't is abusive. even work that way for yeah. us to do something for y'all right to do something to y'all i mean right 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 and then you're right it is abusive yeah and I guess while I'm still talking about you niggas, that made me think about, and we've talked about this before, but that made me think about the black feminists who find the need to talk about how they're not the kind of black feminist who doesn't like black men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when that, we already know that that, that image, like in many ways, it's a demonization of like some shit that most black feminists know is like not real. Yeah. Like how many black women? You're making do you it real know? by saying that, right? How many black women? If you are a black feminist, the chances of you knowing black women who are like out to fucking destroy black men or get them in some way or don't entertain like their company or whatever, like that's not what this is about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not what we call ourselves womanists here, but that's not what like our womanism is about. That's no. not what our black feminism is about. Mm. And I feel like we talked about black women who claim to be fighting for liberation or claim black feminism or claim womanism but still find the need to be apologetic because they be fighting to be one of the boys right still find the need it's like i don't you know i know that i have to say things you know to stand up for myself but i don't want black men to to, think i don't like them think about that's like saying yeah that's like saying i know that we have to fight for like black lives matter and like for our liberation as black people but i don't want white people to not like me you know what i'm saying that's like yeah I, i i still like they're not gonna like you anyway my partner is a black man (laughs) i fuck with him and i will kill him dead 
shit if anybody fucks with him. Like, do not fuck with my nigga. No, you I'm, know what I'm saying? I'm like that with, I'm like that with all I black men. I will murder men. you. And all black women are generally like that with all black men. Right. Who the fuck is up yes. for the charge first for y'all yes. all the fucking time? Yes. Black women. So me, this is like old news, but I just be so tired. Me talking about my suffering or me seeing another black woman suffer and be like, oh, I've, that's happened to me before. Yeah. That's not me hating black men. I'm tired. Like, I just, I just be so tired, tired. bro. I just be tired. I'm so tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> probably. There's some over here from the 80s. I'm probably it's tired. a black woman with a mic. Like, I'm tired. That is how I feel. I'm so tired. That's how I feel. Yeah, yo. like, fuck. It's annoying. tired. It's very, very tired. But what I, what I won't do. What you won't do. What I won't do is coddle you or like protect your feeling shit. i'll protect your life i will fight for your life but like your feelings my nigga nah fuck your feelings mm-hmm. okay fuck your feelings nope. yo i think the exact quote on the soundcloud comment was that they feel sorry for my dad and my brother fuck their feelings too okay so there's that if that's what you meant fuck everybody's Who feelings fuck think, all of y'all where feelings. do you think we first learned thank you a lot thank of you. these things where do you, where, where you think i learned that niggas don't like me from where do you think i got <laughs> that where do you think I what huh huh what, what? anyway but basic. y'all are very basic so i also feel sorry for the women in your life sir okay i feel sorry for anyone in your life feel sorry that for your too. dog <laughs> everybody that too but thank you so much for listening and if you return <laughs> to hate listen to us thank you for that too and um yeah yo free that dog <laughs> we're one step closer to no, I'm not going to say his name on this podcast. Never mind. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say we're one step closer to so-and-so hating Oh, don't. Us, then but no, nah, we're not going to invoke that. I don't need that That ashy spirit. See that? Anyway. That is when I would tap back into the FOI. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, remember me? This motherfucker over here <laughs> bothering me. Wouldn't that be tasty? Could you? Oh man, that would Excuse be so me? delicious if like I'm what you call his daughter. Took this ashy one out. I'm what you call his daughter. Can you? Oh, oh. Yes. Shit. Anyway, I think we did a show. <laughs> we did a podcast. Yes, we did. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you listen every week, thank you. If this is your first time listening, thank you. Welcome. If you took a break and then you came back and then you hit us up hey, and you're y'all. listening, thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Be sure to like it. Be sure to rate and review it. Be sure to follow us on all the social media. Yes. We are on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. You can check out our website, T with Queen and J.com. And as always, you can send us your T mail or email us any other inquiries at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Not just any inquiry, okay? Because y'all be wilding in those emails. <laughs> y'all do be wilding in the emails. <laughs> y'all do be wilding in the emails. All I ask is that you think first. Yes, just be have care when it comes to our space as well. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. we ask. Yeah. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Hashtags, right? Black Lives Matter. Yes, hashtags. Sorry, I just wanted to tell niggas why we say hashtags or whatever. Why do we do that? Because we just like screaming our hashtags. That's true. But <laughs> we highlight hashtags that um are, I think, important to our lives. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about hashtag activism, but... 
You wouldn't know a lot of the shit that you know if it wasn't for these fucking hashtags. Right. And y'all need to stop discrediting this shit. Yeah. So we kind of like say their names. There's here. a lot of there's a lot of information yep. shared via certain hashtags. There's community built around certain hashtags. Yep. There are concepts and ideas built around these hashtags. Um and so yeah, yo. So that's why we say yes, these has, motherfucking has, hashtags. They're not meaningless. They mean a lot. That's right. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. That's right. Say her name. Stop killing trans women. You okay, sis? Why I stayed. Disability too white. Black Panther so lit. Film this. That's right. T with QJ. And a whole uprising. Pods in color. Unpack PG. Bag ladies. Queer walk. Queer, Queer walk, walk pod. pod. Marsha's plate. Badges team makes fixing. Sexually li- black girl. Sexually liberated woman. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima with production support from a black person named Emeka. Tea with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. Y'all know where the term women of color came from? Who can say that? See, we're bad at transmitting history. In 1977, a group of black women from Washington, D.C. went to the National Women's Conference that Jimmy Carter had given $5 million to have as part of the World Decade for Women. There was a conference in Houston, Texas. This group of black women carried to that conference something called a Black Women's Agenda because the organizers of the conference, Bella Adler, Ellie Smule, and what have you, had put together a three-page minority women's plank (laughs) in a 200-page document that these black women thought was somewhat inadequate. And so they actually formed a group called Black Women's Agenda to come there in Houston with a black women's plan of action that they wanted the delegates to vote to substitute for the minority plank that was in the proposed plan of action. Well, a funny thing happened in Houston. When they took the black women's agenda to Houston, then all the rest of the minority women of color wanted to be included in the black women's agenda. Okay. Well, they agreed, except that you could no longer call it the black women's agenda. And it was in those negotiations in Houston the term women of color was created. Okay? And they didn't see it as a biological designation. You're born Asian, you're born black, you're born African American, whatever. It is a solidarity definition, a commitment to work in collaboration with other oppressed women of color who have been minoritized. Now, what's happened, you know, in the 30 years since then is that people see it as biology now. You know, like, okay, I'm, and, 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 and people are saying, I don't want to be defined as a woman of color. I am black. I am Asian American. Well, that's fine. But why are you reducing a political designation to a biological destiny? That's what white supremacy wants you to do. <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and I think it's a setback when we disintegrate as people of color, you know, around primitive ethnic claiming, you know, yes, we are Asian American, Native American, whatever, but the point is when you choose to work with other people who are minoritized by oppression, you have lifted yourself out of that basic identity into another political being, another political space. And unfortunately, so many times people of color hear the term people of color from other white people that they think white people created it instead of understanding that we, we self-named ourselves this. This is a term that has a lot of power for us, but we've done a poor-ass job 
of communicating that history so that people understand that power. 